Good morning, beautiful people. Happy Wednesday. June 17th here. Uh, middle of the week. Sun is shining. Yeah, that's all I got to report, I think. My little trip to Dunkin' or Dunkin' Donuts to Cumberland's was a success. I came home with four coffees and a pretzel. I won't drink them all today, but I definitely need at least one or two today. Okay, we are... I'm going to have to read this slowly because I didn't get it the first time I read it. But our reading today starts with a quote from Henry de Mutherland. We like someone because we love someone although. In recovery, we're learning that the people in our group love us in spite of what we often think of ourselves. Before, we may have never felt we could be liked for who we really are. We were always changing to fit what we thought people wanted. We were always trying to change. We were always changing to fit what we thought people wanted. We tried to please others. We put on false selves. We hid behind what we thought others wanted. We ended up unhappy and made others unhappy in the process. Now we understand that people in our group may not like every aspect of our character, but they like us. Our sharing of our experiences become a strong common bond. We do all have defects we must work on and there's no better place to do it than in a fellowship of caring friends who understand the pain and suffering that come with the territory and the care and generosity of our higher power and our sponsor help us love and forgive ourselves god's hand is on our shoulder ready to lead us down the road to a more peaceful life today let me do one special thing out of respect for myself that's where I got tripped up was it was talking about taking care of ourselves, but then also being in a group and knowing that people like us. I'm not sure that I agree 100% that like everybody in our group likes us just for being authentic and for sharing. I think principles above personalities definitely kicks in a lot and I think that we can be nice to one another. We can even see strengths in one another that maybe the person themselves can't see whether we agree on everything or not. I will say that my experience has been, whether it was Kansas City GA, um, New York GA, New York The Center, rehab, no matter what, mode of recovery or groups I was in, I find that I can see the value in what everybody has to say. I can appreciate and respect different opinions. I also know this about myself, and, and this is part of my defects, I suppose, is or maybe it's just how I'm made up. I'm not exactly sure. But there are people that I tend to, I don't want to say like more, but maybe gravitate more or have more in common with. It's not everybody I can always connect to on a level beyond recovery. I would imagine that most people experience that. And I'm not trying to turn a, you know, a happy reading into um, a negative one. It's just that there's there's some truth to that and I don't want you thinking that when you go into a group that you're instantly going to love everybody and everybody's going to love you back. Everybody will love you back in the sense of being in the rooms, 
but maybe we don't always like each other's personalities. And that's that's all right. I, I know that there's been difficult people I've encountered in recovery, but some of them I've learned the most from. I, I wouldn't necessarily go hang out with them outside of outside of group. Uh, but luckily, you know, that's why we have choices and we get to uh, associate with those that build us up and make us feel good. And it 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 works for me. I know making the choices and as my time gets more and more limited, I have to be more and more strategic as well. And the, this came up this week about, I was told, well, Bobby, I said something about calling someone that maybe I wouldn't, I mean, I have socialized with this person and it's it's neither here nor there. It's not like um, love or hate or one extreme or another. I think it would be neutral. I care about this person. I don't necessarily dislike them. I don't always agree with them. Um, and the response to me was, okay, Bobby, well, if you wanted to do something bad enough, you would find, and his example was 17 minutes, which which was interesting to me because 17 was a number of discussion in a different conversation the prior day. But he's like, you can do anything for 17 minutes. You can find 17 minutes for whatever you want. And, and he was right. And it kind of put it in perspective because there's my recovery world and then there's my business world. And in my business world, I really value my time almost like at an hourly rate. Like if, I, if I'm not producing an association with that hourly rate, then I shouldn't be doing that activity. That's what's making me effective in business. But you can't do that in your personal life. Or I guess you could, but that was the point of this conversation was I can't look at spending time with different people as if I was charging them by an hour to hang out with me. So I have to have two different mentalities with that. And if I applied the hourly rate, say, I would probably you know, and I'm, I'm just kind of being in theory and I, obviously I don't charge my friends or people for my time that way, but, uh, I would probably charge more to the folks that I don't get as much enjoyment out of, which is a really not a good way to operate. So luckily in the culture of recovery and being a good human and working the process and, and wanting to, give back even in those situations that I may not enjoy as much. Um, it's, it's good to practice, you know, the love and kindness for everyone. And I like that the reading, the reading really talks about, you know, masks again. That's what I, I think comes up here is we act a certain way or behave a certain way, or talk a certain way, or dress a certain way, or whatever. And it's about, you know, acceptance from other people and putting on a facade. I think the point of that may be, you know, first of all, we don't know ourselves if we're active in addiction. Like I, I didn't I didn't know really who I was 
when I was gambling. I mean, I had an idea. I knew what my goals were, whatever, but it was all very shallow. It's not like it is now. Like, like I can comprehend what my values are. I know when they change. I know what's important to me. I know what I expect in relationships. It, and, and I'm not even just talking like romantic, but I know what I expect in my relationships. I create boundaries. Like I have all these things. Like I don't, I don't live to please other people anymore. Now, do I still hope that my message works for as many people as possible? For example, like with the podcast, I, I hope that, um, you know, people that need help can connect with me on some level. Mostly, it's not a popularity contest. It's more of a so that they stay dialed into recovery instead of the bet. So in that regards, yeah, I absolutely want want to be, I don't know, it doesn't even have to be liked, it, you know, like it helps to be liked, you know, like if you can't stand the sound of my voice, I don't expect you to listen to my podcast or if you fundamentally disagree with every single thing I say or the majority of what I say, then it's not going to be a value for you. But anyway, so I'm not make-believe though to solicit like or whatever. And I'll tell you, I struggle with that as, as I evolve. It's like, oh, am I allowed to say this? Am I allowed to say that? And where I've landed is I will say what I feel. And then it becomes your choice. Take it or like it. Take it or leave it. And we can do that with the people in our groups. You know, Maybe we listen. Maybe there's a message in there. Or maybe we don't. Maybe we find other avenues. But it's it's important that we we really are kind to others, but also kind to ourselves and know that we can be authentic and show up in the world how we are, who we are. And if we have more work to do on ourselves, show up that way so that you can get the help that you need or the support and... If you're maybe further along and you have more to give, then give because you don't know who's on, you know, who needs it on the receiving end. And of course, the reading ties in how our higher power and our sponsors can help us love and forgive ourselves. And and that's so important. If there's not anything, I think that's more fundamentally valued in having a healthy recovery and to be able to move forward is loving and forgiving ourselves. Because if we don't think we're worth it, we're not going to invest the time and energy into trying to have a good, healthy, abs- abstinent, sober, recovering kind of life. Because it's, it's work. I won't, I won't hide that fact. It's definitely work. In that when when meetings end a lot of them say it works if you work it so work it you're worth it if you don't believe that you're worth it you're never going to work it or you're going to work it half ass you're not buying into I deserve a better life I deserve to not be in a casino damaging my mind and my body and my bank account and whatever and my relationships you have to understand that you're worth an incredible life and that it's possible and then you have to work towards it. And it's easier to do the work if you believe that you're worth it. 
Now, I'm not saying if you don't believe it, don't do the work. I would still always advocate for, you know, leaning into it and trying and moving forward. And hopefully someday you you grow into the ability to love yourself as unconditionally as a higher power or your comrades in a room would love you. That was a good one. Okay. Well, we are on, what letter are we on tonight? Are we on O? We're on O. So I will see you tonight. Tonight's a double class night, so I don't know exactly when I'll see you, but I will be back tonight. I hope that everybody has a fantastic day. And I'll see you later. I love you, my beautiful people. Take care.